0: Welcome to another edition of Raps on TV, I'd like to thank all the listeners around the UK and all, all across the world that have been uh, tuning to the show week in, week out. Um, I'm here today with uh, my colleague Thomas, Kojo's not here today, he's uh, getting ready for his big, big day in Paris on on Saturday, uh, so congratulations to you mate and uh, see you in Paris on Friday. Um, Tom, do you want to just introduce yourself it's the first time on the show?
1: Yeah, hi there guys, thanks a lot for having me on the, um uh, I'm a graphic design student from London and a writer for Raps on. a big fan of the sport and otherwise a continuously tortured gooner.
0: So it's been a bit quiet period in boxing at the moment, season's coming to an end, we've got Crawford in Dongo this weekend, but we've also got a couple of guests in the studio, do you want to just introduce them Tom?
1: Yeah we're delighted to be joined this week by none other than British super flyweight champion Charlie Edwards and Tony Roberts, thanks a lot for joining us guys.
2: Thanks for having us on the show.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so just to remind everyone, uh, if you want to speak to Charlie or, or Tony, uh, call us on 01506 243403. Any questions? If you want to make any kind of statements. Oh, off to you, Tom. Do you want to ask any Start off with the questions.
1: So, Charlie, the last time you was in the ring was the was the Burns and Dongo undercard in Glasgow when you comfortably defeated your old sparring partner Ian Butcher. Were you pleased with your performance in that fight?
2: Yeah, I was really pleased with my performance in that fight. Um, I knew. Really, what was going down when I was um, preparing for that fight? I, I sparred him a lot of a lot of rounds since the age of 15, so I kind of knew what I was getting in there with. I knew what I was dealing with. And um, a lot of people out there said it was a 50-50 fight before, but I I had full um, I, I had f- full belief in my ability, I full belief my coach had in me that it was going to be a kind of like a walkover fight. And yeah. I think in there I showed that I dominated from round one all the way through to round 12. In the back, in his backyard <coughs> in Glasgow, it was a great feeling. So yeah, I'm very pleased with my performance in that fight. Yeah. <coughs> so that was your first fight under Adam Booth. Um, How did that relationship come about, and do you think you've made a lot of improvements under him? Um, yeah, I think I made a hell of a lot of improvements about underneath him. Um, he's a great coach, and he really kind of like gets into your mind and what he says you just automatically take it in and you believe it. You try things out that you would never try out before and you just think to yourself, why why haven't, why haven't I done that before? Why haven't that worked out for me before? He breaks things down and he really dissects things. So, yeah, under him, I really think I have improved.
1: Yeah, and you've just started camp for your next fight now. And uh, that, do you want to go on to defend the British title, maybe win it outright? Or do you want to just take the opportunity if, to go back up to your old world level if it comes?
2: Um yeah, I would like to win the British title outright. I've got three fights to win it now, to win yeah. it outright. So, um my next fight's against uh, Matthew Chanda, who's my mandatory. And um yeah, we're just waiting on the on the date when I'm gonna actually fight, but we are back in camp now. I've been ticking over all, all since April, since I really I finished my last fight. I had a few holidays, chill out time, I had a few personal issues outside of boxing which I had to kinda of switch off from. So yeah, it was um yeah I want to defend it three times I want to gain as much experience and then yeah I'm, I'm ready to push on I'm ready to push maybe on what opportunities I get even back down at um, flyweight for the um, I think I was mandatory for the European shot um, against Thomas Masson so yeah whatever opportunities come up I'm, I'm ready for if if I can keep my belt and move back down and fight for European and then move up and defend it I, I can fight across the two weights and I know now um, especially with Adam Booth behind me and the way he wants me to make weight, and like he showed me how to, and like the training we're doing now, I can still make the flyweight limit. And there's big fights down there at me. Like a lot of the flyweights now have moved to the super flyweight. Says like that super flyweight card. I think it's September 9th if I if I'm right. And um, yeah, it's a very strong division, the super flyweight division. But like there's opportunities for me. There's Cal out there. Move down, fight for the European. Um, then I've got Andrew Selby out there, which is a fight I'd love and I'd take with both hands. Would you Would you think you you'd be in a position to fight someone like Andrew Selby
0: and and Fire? We're talking about you know someone like would you say like six months to a year's time. Would you think you're ready
2: for him now? Um, I believe I can beat him now, but it's it's how I get myself in the position to fight him. Whether he off, he, he gives me an opportunity, then so be it. But um, yeah, like I said, um, my coach is full belief that I can beat him. And he has full belief he can beat him. I have full belief I can beat so him. So why wouldn't we take so it? So if they offered it to
0: you next, would you, you would take that fight, you say? saying?
2: Obviously, I've got to defend my British title. Yeah. It's mandatory. And I do w- want to try and win it outright. But if the, if the opportunity arises and, um, yeah, Eddie, Eddie wants it and Cal wants it after he's done his next fight, then I'm open for ne- negoci- negotiating about that. And, um, yeah, I'm being full confidence that I would, would win. Yeah. It's, it's We've sparred Ch- loads of together as well. Ma- and, like, I'm a realistic, and at the beginning, when I was 18, he used to batter me, and that's I'll uh, well, me he used to give it to me. Mm. He used to drop me with body shots and that. But as the, as the years went on, tables table slowly started to turn, and where I'm at now, and who I'm with now, and who I'm sparring, Ryan Burnett, the Bantamweight World Champion, mm. and I, I'm moving in the right direction, and I really am confident now it'll be a different story. Yeah. Um, I mean, Matthew Chandler, is that, that's the
0: guy who fought for the Commonwealth uh, at your call recently, is, yeah, is that the same? I yeah,
2: yeah. Was, it was either bantam or super bantam. he fought at. Yeah, I mean, um, he's never made actually the super flyweight limit. Yeah, that's what I was, was going to say. Which be very interesting when yeah. he tries to get down to it. Uh,
0: so, um, I mean, h- how are you preparing for, for pa- preparing for Matthew?
2: Um, I'm just. I'm not really looking into things. Like, I never really overlook my um, my my opponent. I never really look too much into my opponent. I know I've got to go into the gym. I've got to perform at my best. Train my hardest. Eat the right foods. Um, listen to to my coach and do do the business in sparring and whatever like whatever sparring partners my coach puts in front of me i know that they're going to be there for a reason and the level that i'm sparring with like i'm sparring with ryan burnett and he's a super he's a a bantamweight world champion you see Mm. his last performance and um i don't think i'm going to get much higher levels sparring than that Mm. and he's very strong as well ryan so like I'm not over. I'm not really looking into him so much. I'm just worried about what I'm going to do. Yeah. I don't need to look for his weakness to get confident. That's if he wants to look at think he can do this against me, and that that's already a halfway beat if you're looking at that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah and obviously you did have that devastating defeat to Casemiro and that was only your ninth fight. Uh, how did you react to that loss, and what would you say you learned from it most?
2: Oh, at the time, at the time, I thought my world got turned upside down. <laughs> I got chucked straight on my face, but um, no. I, Looking back after it, it took me about three weeks to get over it it was, uh, It was a tough time for me like I hid away from it i didn 't want to go out in public around my area i didn 't want to I just got away, got on holiday, and kind of tried to like forget and um, But now, looking back even after the three weeks when I got back in the gym, I just wanted to get back into my next fight and um, that 's what i'd done. I got my comeback fight straight away before the Christmas period, and I think Eddie was even shocked that I wanted it so soon. but I just wanted to get back on the horse. Do you know what i mean like i 've got casemiro is a big big puncher he's two weight world champion and his his he record says how much of a big puncher he is yeah. for especially the lightweights and he is very dodged because he don't have a lot to bring to the table so a lot of fighters are just don't want to even entertain him which is that's why he's i think he's only fought once in the philippines since i fought him and um yeah i i've got i've got no remorse taking that fight it was all experience and it made me the fighter the fight I am today, and like, it's going to benefit me in the future when I get in them big fights again. And the experience is, is second to none, and I couldn't couldn't ask for a yeah. And you fought a lot of big
1: names as an amateur as well. Would you say he was the toughest opponent you've ever come across, sparring <sighs> or as a pro?
2: Yeah, toughest opponent I've ever been been come across. He so could bang with both hands. Disgusting puncher. I've sparred. I've <laughs> 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 best <you've> ever <laughs> I, I've, I've I've sparred with lightweights. I've sparred up the scale and. I have never, ever been been in <laughs> hit off someone like that. It was like he had two horseshoes in his hands and that was from the first round. He hit me on top of the head and I just stepped back and it's just like, all I can describe it is like a rabbit in the headlights type of situation. I stepped back, just looked looked at him and just thought, what the has he got in them gloves? Yeah. And then <clears> I just bit down on my gumption and thought, you know what, one round at a time, all I can do is just give it my all. And I think I showed in there that I do have a massive heart like I got hit in the fourth round with a massive uppercut which people would have just laid down from yeah. but I just wanted to go on and go on and it I think I proved myself in there that I, I was in deep deep water and I and I didn't sink. I kept fighting and fighting till till the end um, as your mate Prince Patel Who's that? Your mate, Prince Patel. <laughs> Never, I don't even know he's he he's is, is anymore. He just, He's, he's just nobody. At, at the scene, is he? He's at the scene. Yeah. My brother called him out and he flapped it off my brother. I lost his contract with Frank Warren. He's yeah. to, to no-one. Yeah, he's a dickhead, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's our oh <laughs> mean, To I he was. He's, he's, And he's that's being nice. Clown, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who do you think is at the top of the Superflyweight division then, across the, on the international obviously.
2: level? Yeah, it's obviously the Chocolito. Like in that last fight, I thought he got stitched up. I thought he got, got robbed in that... Um. Yeah, Chocolito's the main man out there. There's that new, is it Ineal? Yeah, the Japanese. The bro, Japanese. Yeah. And I've seen a bit of him, and he looks looks incredible. Yeah, like he's he looks be on very American good. Card as well. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good fighters on there. Um, so yeah, the, the fl- super flyweight division is a very very oh, tough, very very tough div- division right now. So yes, wherever the opportunity comes up, I, c- I can make flyweight again. And like, I think Andrew Selby's got a, um, he's got a next shot at the WBC. If he gets that, and maybe I go a different route, grab a title, and we can unify down there. There, I've got no qualms in fighting Andrew Selby now, and it's a fight I think the public want, and I'd love to take.
0: Okay. Um, What's your thoughts on Cal's career so far? Um, How how do you think? How how do you think he's coming along in his career?
2: No, he's he's doing great. Like what you can you you, he's doing what he's asked of him. He's a world champion. He's putting some great performances and he's, he's a great fighter a really good fighter he's a he's a, he is a good friend of mine as well which is like where we'd have to put the friendship aside but this is a business and um we're both in this to to provide for for ourselves and for for his family so um yeah it's it's one of them things we put friendship aside but he's done what he's asked of him f- through his career so far and he has performed mm. and um he's a great fighter and it's a fight i'd love to get in the ring with
3: it's yeah. Conception, is exceptional.
0: For yeah, he yeah, he was.
2: Yeah, he was. I know last time out and he didn't put in the best performance, but I believe he did really badly hurt his hands because I know Cal's got quite... Weak, weak hands. So Mm. he, I think, you could see that he hurt him in there. And that Jack Paul, fair play to him, was game as anything and just kept coming and coming and coming. But he still got the job done with an injury. So you Mm. can't. He is a true champion. Cal he's a a great fighter.
0: If if you were to realistically face him, right, when do you think would be the right time to face Cali Five?
2: Right time, I would say, probably in the next twelve months. Okay, after a fight with Selby first, maybe. Um, whatever comes, whatever comes at the right time whatever comes at the right time whatever gets the most money whatever the public want to see the most and that's what it's about mainly what the public want like mm. that's what fighters of these this, this day and age they try and dodge people they try and go their own route but okay. really look I showed I'd get in there with anyone I got in with Casimir after on my ninth fight and really I'm just out there to put on the, the fight for the public I know they, they want to see me fight Selby I also know they do want to see me fight Cow. so both of them fights are ones that I want. It depends what, what comes first, what opportunity arises and really what what my management team, MTK Global think, Adam Booth, my trainer and Eddie want. Yeah. Okay. I leave it in their hands. I'm, I get the easy job. I just have to train and turn up on the night. Yeah. They're the ones guiding my career.
3: I think another couple of fights because uh, under Adam Booth, I've seen Charlie, the improvement. It's not knocking Danny Vaughan at all but uh, there's something
2: that's connected
0: with Charlie and Can we talk about that why you left Danny Vaughan is that is alright or uh, you don't um, want to talk about that just listen,
2: I learned a hell of a lot a hell of a lot of Danny I really did but it just wasn't working it was one of them things like he took me to that level and I, I can't be more grateful than that he's a great guy and um, yeah he's a, he's a very good coach but um, it kind of got to the point where it was more friendship as well. We had a laugh and things yeah. like that and it just it just didn't didn't work, work out. For Sometimes though, it yeah. doesn't work out. Yeah. But I did learn a hell of a lot of him and I can't thank him enough for what he's done for me. Yeah. But um yeah, I wanted to move home. Like I got a bit I was away from my family, my mum was ill, um, my sister's struggling on her own with my mum. And um, my brother's back here. I was out there on my own. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. if you don't get me wrong, Marbella's a lovely place. But when you're on your own, it feels like you're always in training camp. I can't go out yeah. and enjoy all the nightlife. I can't be down the beach clubs and things like that. Yeah, so just just describe
0: like the Marbella MTK kind of boxing scene because we always see like people like Billy Joe Saunders out there and
2: Damn Tyson boy, Fury out there no, for a while. Nah, no, but it's it's not what you think. Like 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 people laugh and that, and they think. Portabanoos they think it's a big party yeah it's a big party place but don't forget we're professional boxers yeah. and M- uh, MTK's a great gym got great facilities and got great people in so why the and base there why 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 have they gone there specifically um, I don't know maybe the warm weather it's, it's a nice place to be it's got good runs mountain runs beach runs it's just it's a nice place to be and like some sometimes some fighters like to live in a comfort when I was over there I did love every single minute of it mm. but it was just the loneliness that ended up getting me yeah and um But when I was out there, everything's easier. The training's easier, the running, running up mountains. And the gym's lovely. It's got all the facilities you want. And really, you don't live in the heart of Porto Benoosh. You, You drive 10 minutes up the road. Yeah. So you're really in the middle of nowhere and you're living in the villa. And like any professional boxer, if you're professional and you know how to deal with yourself and keep yourself occupied and not get caught up in it, you can do that. And over there, it is really great. You can, There is that side, the party side to it. But over there, you don't even get involved in it. You just single yourself in your <coughs> villa, do your runs, do in and out of the gym, and you just enjoy the hot weather. And that's, that's what's a good thing about it.
1: Yeah, I saw in one of your earlier interviews when you were still at Superfly, you said you'd have liked to go to China to face Zhu Ximing, the gold medalist. Is like a big fight abroad, something that you want to do in your career?
2: Definitely, definitely. There's, there's um, big fights out there. I like to travel. I like I, when I was an amateur. I used to travel all over the world to fight. So it is another thing I'd love to go. Yeah, Zhumen would be a lovely fight. And I know he's just got beat, but I'm sure he'll come back again. Yeah. And he'll get another world title. He he brings in too much money. Yeah. So he'll get his shots again. And yeah, I would love to go out there and fight him over there. there's A big payday out there. So why wouldn't
1: I? Or even go to America one time maybe.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I would like. I want. I want to fight a board. That's a dream. Do you know what I mean? But I, I, love fighting in England. I love fighting in all the cities I fight in. I don't just fight in London. Like Eddie's very good to me. I'm, he's not. He don't see me as, oh, he needs to push this much tickets. We'll keep him in this place. This place. He wants me to fight all over London. Uh, all sorry, all over England, <coughs> in Scotland, m- m- maybe, Ireland. So it's it's um yeah, it's exciting times and it's good because I can build up a big fan base instead of just a small fan base. But I never forget my fans from back home, and a lot of people do always want to come out and support me, so I can't thank them enough. And they do travel <coughs> as well, which is great.
0: Guys, it seems like we might be having a few issues with uh, the calling studio, but I can see some numbers are coming up, so I'm going to start putting some of the numbers through. So we've got six nine four six nine. Is that Michael? Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello? Hi, is that Michael? Hello. Hello, Michael, can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, guys. Seems like we might be having a few issues with uh, the call-in studio. Um, just going to get someone to have a quick look at that. Uh, so, hey Charlie, what's it like working with uh, uh, training with likes of uh, Lucian Reedy and uh, Ryan Bennett?
2: Oh, it's great. We're all pushing each other all around a similar way. It's, there's uh, Ryan Bantam and Lucien Super Bantam. Um, it's great, it's great to have that sparring in camp. You can't really get that. Okay. Well like you, you pay for that. Do you know mm. what I mean? I've got all, I'm I'm mixing it with a world champion yeah. day in, day out in the gym, watching how he trains, learning off him. And he's like he learns off me and we all learn off each other and it's it's it is a great gym to be amongst. And then we've got like we've got Josh Kelly in there who's mm. absolutely on fire oh, at yeah, the yeah. minute. We've got Mitchell Smith who's who's doing well making his come like his big comeback fight I think soon, like title fight. And then, um, yeah, it's a great atmosphere in the gym, and we're all pushing each other. We've got the likes of Andy Lee, who gives us his experience and knowledge. We can talk to him, ask him questions, and take things in. So, yeah, it's a great gym to be in, and okay, so I just feel blessed I'm here.
0: Yeah, but put the lines through back again. So, we've got 694, 694. Is that Michael? Hello? Hello? Hi, oh,
2: yeah. Michael. Can How you hear me? Great, yeah. How you doing, Michael, mate? Michael Angelo, Sarah.
0: This is Michael, Hello, he's, uh, Michael he's a Angela, boxing sir, yeah. historian. Yeah, I can hear
4: you. Uh, so, yes, so am good. Thank you.
0: Uh, Michael. You got any questions for Charlie? Yeah,
4: thanks very much. Um, Hello. Yeah, I'd just like to know, you know, where he um, aims to go within the next um, next year, the
2: next year, following the next twelve months. Hi, Michael. Nice one for that question. Um, yeah. Well, in the next in the next uh, twelve months, I I'd, I'd like to hopefully win the British outright. Maybe, it depends the opportunities. If I get the opportunity to move back down, fight for European, European shots are a very big one I'd like to pick up along the way. They don't have the European title at super flyweight. So, um, yeah, I'd like to move back down and claim that European title. And you, you never know. I might get chopped up against Calier 5. Depends what Eddie wants. Depends what my team wants. And I'll go for that world title. So, it's there's not one I want to go for but I can see either them three kind of things happening
0: Michael stay on the line because I know you want to give us some boxing history okay. so stay on the line I want to let you back on once we start talking about Crawford and Indongo is that alright? Yeah. Okay. alright okay. mate so, oh, speak to you in a bit cheers
4: okay.
0: Okay. so we've got 348 348 hello hello
4: uh, hello.
0: Yeah, who's that? They're Thomas? Yeah, hello. How you doing, oh. Thomas? You got a question or statement for Charlie? Yeah,
4: Thomas, yeah. Yeah, I've, just, I've got um, a statement before I ask uh, the question. Um, I just wanted to say that um, it's a pleasure to have Charlie on the show. He's a great ambassador for British boxing. And I don't think him and his brother get enough credit, really, for what they do in the sport, the way they live their life. Um, I think it took... An incredible amount of balls for Charlie to t- uh, step up to face Caster in his night fight for the world title. Not a lot of um, fighters would do that, and I think there's a lot of fighters out there with padded records and fighters that are not willing to take the opportunities that present themselves so early on. So I give credit to Charlie for doing that.
2: Thanks a lot, man. Um, uh, just as that, that, mean, but... that means a lot.
0: Cool. Do you have a question? Do you have a question for him as well? Yeah.
4: Yeah, my question was basically, Tyler. Um, so Eddie emphasises the need for fighters to take big challenges and opportunities so early on. Um, did you have any doubts in fighting for the world title so early on?
2: Um, no, it's always been a, a big dream of mine. It's obviously, everyone's dream to become a world champion. And I dared to be different. Do you know what I mean? There was. I, I looked. I, I generally looked at him and looked at him on YouTube i didn 't see all the footage, but the footage that I did look at I really did believe that i I could beat him and I could cause an upset, and I just dared to be different and on the night it wasn't my night, but do you know what I mean i'll come back i 'll bounce back stronger and i've learned a lot from it, so i can't really can't really complain all right, Thomas, is there anything else you want to ask
0: Charlie um,
4: no I think everything else um covers the, the only other thing I was going to ask was um, that: uh, Did you do you believe that your stablemate uh, Ryan Burnett can push on to unify um, a bantamweight or become a multi-weight world champion?
2: Yeah, yeah most, most definitely. Uh, he's um, he's an unbelievable talent, and he's 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 one big puncher as well. And his will to win, and the way he trains, and the way he really puts his head head into it and focuses, I think he will unify the division.
0: Okay. Well thank you very much Thomas for taking the time out to call call the show and uh
4: No worries.
0: Cheers, mate. Speak to you soon.
1: Yeah, yeah so just going back to the massive card that's coming up I think on September ninth. I just wanted to know who you thought would win the rematch with Chocolatito and Rung Visay.
2: That's my tie's off. I think I think Chocolito will win it and I think he'll win it win it um quite comfortably. I think I read something the other day that he had a lot of problems going into the camp, and it wasn't a smooth ride. And as he normally does, he's, tra- he's changed trainer as well. I think I'm not sure. I, I know he's quite small at the weight,
1: though. It yeah, he is small
2: for the. He's, he, he is um, small small at the weight, but he's a very very experienced fighter, and um, I believe this time he will go in there with a different mindset. He's, he's used. I think he might have even got caught up in that kind of New York lifestyle and things. So maybe it, his performance weren't as good as he. Normally is, but I still believe he won. This time, he, I think he's going to make sure that he performs and make sure he prepares correctly. And the Quadras Estrada one, you got an uh, opinion um, on that one? Not, I think Estrada, I do think Estrada, he's a tough, tough cook and he just keeps coming and he, yeah, I, th- I, I believe Estrada.
0: What about you, Tony? Who do you think would win a rematch between Ring Versailles and uh, Chocolate do you think it was unlucky the first time?
3: I've I, I scored it to Gonzalez. The only problem I've got, he's one of my favourite all-time fighters, is he's not a super flyweight. Oh, yeah. I think the uh, difference in uh, stature build really showed, but I yeah. did have him winning that fight. <coughs> I think it's been another hard fight, but I see him winning on points, but I just don't see a long-term... He's eight unbeaten, yeah. he had 48 unbeaten... And uh, if he retired like, retired then. But he's he's going to go on. But I just feel the super flies is one weight because you've got the people coming down from bantam weight, and uh, boiling they're, they're huge like compared to him. But he's but one what, of favourite it was an incredible fights.
0: story, don't it? It's like it's like a rocky story with this guy. You know, he he basically goes through litter, li- makes a living off litter, yeah. Well, actually has his dinner from litter, and he comes in fights for a world title and wins the world. I mean, that's yeah. an amazing. No, story and, well, and I tell it?
3: you what was ba- uh, pretty bad was the commentator in the ring afterwards didn't give him no credit for winning that fight. Yeah, it, it wasn't the way he, the questions were going yeah. because at the end of the day you should have he's the first person to beat him and uh, as much as you might disagree with the scorecards it was an amazing fight. it was done. quite
1: impressive from the tie he, they gave him no chance he was no, like yeah.
3: 10 to 1 or something before the fight yeah it was uh, and to put him on his backside in I think it was the first round I think he put him down didn't he mm. Gonzales
2: yeah. uh, but it was, a, it was a great fight that
0: was a bit shocking like, wasn't it I mean, not no, that, that, no I I they would have, have expected
2: no. it and that's yeah. what I don't think he would have prepared as best as he could because he maybe had fought like, there's no chance this guy's beating me, type of thing. Yeah, was quite uh, a dirty fighter as yeah. well. Yeah, was
3: it on the undercard of uh, Golovkin? Jacobs, Jacobs yeah. 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 See, I scored that with Jacobs by a round. Yeah. yeah so I mean, I that's too. the
0: thing. Like when that happened, because uh, I'm thinking, I think, oh, one day this is going to be like some people tonight, like uh, yeah. theme of the night, like n- another shot coming up, you yeah. know, triple D tri- and Jacobs, and you know, I think a lot of people gave it to Jacobs that yeah. night, you know. Um, but what does get
3: overlooked though is the the quality of the fights at the lighter weights. Yeah, it's just like. Gonzalez and that there's some incredible fights that they just don't get the yeah.
1: yeah I think with this card coming up people get into it a lot more yeah. especially being definitely. on Sky yeah.
2: definitely now this card's coming out and people are going to see the lighter weights and the level and the ability and even the, the, the power the power they possess yeah. but with speed and the amount of punches they throw, I think it could make the, the lighter weights a bit more Come interesting. Come up again
3: like when Gomez, Pinta, mm. Salvador, Santos were around. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going through a period now where the lighter weights are really yeah, shining yeah. Yeah. and you're yeah. going to get stars coming through. Yeah. And we're like getting you a did. lot of sky exposure yeah. now mm. Mm. as well. Which yeah. is, uh, which yeah. they used to get overlooked. If you want to see excellent, mm. you want to see top-of-the-range boxing skills, yeah. you look at the
0: lighter weights. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I want to put it through to another caller. So we've got 002, 002. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Hi. Who, who's that? Hello. Yeah, hey, mate, you got a question statement um, for Charlie? My name
2: Sonny
0: Edwards. Oh, hi, Sonny. How you doing? You are alright, mate? <laughs> I asked you to be um, on here. <laughs> How you doing, Sonny? You okay? No, no. Yeah, you're
2: yeah it's for Tony, actually. um, I would like to know who he, who he thinks is the better looking Edwards brother.
3: <laughs> Who do you think is a better
0: looking S- Edwards brother Tony?
3: S- sonny as much as I've told you you're the best defensive fighter I've seen in years when it comes to looks I'm going to make no comment on that unfortunately <laughs> son <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm better looking than you <laughs> sonny <laughs> yeah. well, fa- Thanks for calling in sonny <laughs> where, 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 where are you
0: calling in from Sonny? you calling in from Sheffield? Uh, yep yeah, yeah. calling in from Sheffield
2: I just got back today
0: yeah, do you want to just uh, tell tell all our listeners what you're getting up to, what you're doing up in Sheffield these days and about your next fight? Do you want to, do you want to just let the people know what's going on with you?
2: Well, um, yeah, I've just started back training. I'm waiting for a date, hopefully the back end of October, early November. Um, can't give away too much information, but hopefully it's like one of my first step up. So that's all I'm looking
4: forward to at the moment.
0: Right, listen. I'm going to take your details off Charlie and Tony, and hopefully we get you on the show as well, Sonny. Is that right?
4: Yeah, that's that's perfect. That's
0: perfect. Okay, I'm going to put you back to the queue. We're going to be uh, talking about Ndongo and Crawford approving that fight. So if you want to just stay on the line, we'll we'll put you through back on later on with your thoughts. All right, mate? Okay. Okay. Cheers, mate. Cheers, boy. So guys, we've got we've got a big fight coming up this weekend, unification fight Crawford in to make undisputed heavyweight uh, undisputed light welterweight champion of the world. What's your thoughts on it,
2: Charlie? I think it's going to be a great great fight. I think um, Indongo is a very awkward operator, but then so is Crawford. So you don't really know what to expect, how their styles are going to gel together. Um, but I don't know. I, I just got an odd feeling that. I, I, I'm not sure. I think Dongo's gonna upset a few things and make it very awkward for for Crawford in there. In but what sense? In what sense? What do you I think? Just, I don't know. Like this, a, a Dongo's just like like when I see him doing his pad work and seeing that he just it looks it looks crazy. It looks crazy how he do does it and it like sometimes when you get in there with someone who's like, that awkward it can it can make, like throw you a little bit like the punches are coming from places you like, you don't really expect you don't know but Crawford's a very great fighter so like, I'm kind of like stuck on the fence with this one and I hate to, really? s- hate, to be a, hate to be stuck on the fence because I just f- I've I, I really got a, a lot of time for Ndongo and he is a very awkward fighter and he can punch and I think he's very underrated what are you oh, thinking
3: with this I, one? I think Crawford's something special
4: yeah same
3: yeah uh, <laughs> But at the same time, he's very, very awkward. do very awkward. He's got that long, he's got really long reach. Mm. And the way he steps back and just keeps your arm's length.
0: I think it's shorter than uh, Crawford, though. Is it, it's it's the way so he uses
3: it.
1: Yeah, it's taller
0: yeah I it. think yeah. so.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think so. But it's just the way he uses it as well. He utilises that. Mm. But uh, I do think Crawford's... But same as Charlie, I don't think it's going to be... Some people i have seen it's going to be a walkover. Mm. Crawford's special. But I I don't see it ending early at all.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. Vegas have got um, Crawford. As oh, I was listening to the other show earlier today, and they got mm. him as a ten to one favorite. Yeah. yeah, you know I don't know, you, do, do you know about what you. I've just got
2: a funny feeling, and right. that's all I can say. I've got this weird feeling about Ndongo. Like he's just he's awkward and he can bang.
0: I mean, it's going to be like well, another another like ring Versailles kind of story, isn't it? Like this yeah. guy's come out from Namibia, from the middle of nowhere, gone to Russia you know, expected to be just knocked out right. by this KO artist, takes his belt, Ricky Perns thinks he's going to do him over to get a fight with Bron over in America, comes over, takes Bronner's belt, goes over to the States, everyone's thinking, yeah, Crawford's going to become undisputed champ, move up to £147, pounds and he beats him. That's going to be a fantastic yeah. story, isn't
2: it? But maybe it's just because I, I, I've i actually met in Dongo and he's a really nice guy, but I yeah. just, I don't know. Like, Plus, it's probably part of match room as well. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's bias d- coming through Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, <laughs> No, I d- I don't know. I just got an, a weird feeling, and like I just say it how how it is. People might think I'm speaking a load of rubbish, but yeah. I just got a weird feeling
1: about it. Yeah, thinking Dongo was really impressive in the Burns fight. I mean, he put it on Burns early with that mm-hmm. awkward, rangy style. It is, it's his awkward yeah. style, isn't it? As well, I mean, it's he's very sort of in and out, But effective. It? Yeah,
3: like against world class fighters, he's effective with that style. Well, yeah, if I you can think see him,
1: that might trouble Crawford in the opening couple I've, rounds. That's
3: it, and I I see that definitely happening, and I can see it being a even fight seven eight rounds but then I, mean, I think crawford yeah, might think be finding a way round.
1: once crawford's worked him out i yeah. think that indongo's got that one awkward style but i think crawford can he change has he got a plan b yeah that's, i think you'll get to him but it's
3: interesting it's one of them interesting fights i'm looking forward to yeah
1: that's how their
2: styles gel yes yeah. that's, mm. so that's like from a box boxers point of view and like boxing purists, like watching them them styles gel and how they work each other out is going to be great yeah so do you think he'll be Crawford's toughest <laughs> opponent to date? Um, I, I just think he's going to be very awkward for him and he's gonna, he is going to cause him problems. So um, I don't know if he's going to be his toughest opponent to date, but I think he's going to cause more problems than people think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think he is Crawford's tough. I mean, I think, I think to be honest, right, I don't think you can read too much into Indonga at the moment. You, you know, don't really know a lot about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, really he's seen he's, a lot. Anyway. You know, he's fought Ricky Burns at the tail end. I think anyway. I don't. am not being disrespectful, but I think he's fought That's Ricky true. Burns at the tail end of his yeah. career, right? You know, um, so I don't think you can read too much into it. Crawford fought Ricky Burns a good few years ago when he was more at his prime. You know, he's fought like the likes of Victor Postel, Gamboa. You know, that so I I, you know well. until, until like Postal, until like Indongos fought the likes of like the Postals or uh, even the Matisse or Molina, I don't think you can really say I too know. much about it, you know. When
2: Gamboa was up there and everyone was raving about him, yeah. it was like that then for Crawford, wasn't it? Yeah. The great people underestimate Crawford and yeah. look what he'd done to Gamboa. So you never know in boxing and that's the way it goes. Isn't it? yeah. And I I'm think
1: Crawford's got a great chin as well
2: though, so yeah. no I don't, I'm, I'm not from the power is. of Indongo. No. Yeah, yeah. Crawford's a great fighter. To be fair, Crawford... Would it probably? It probably for me will probably win, but I don't know. I've just got a funny feeling about it, and I like I so maybe I am being a bit biased. Yeah. <laughs> so if if
0: if if Crawford does win, right, then he's got all four belts. Where do you think he should be in the pound for pound rankings? Oh, it's got to be up there. It's got to be, be in the
3: there. top. So you got you got to look at when people go. It's so objective that it, mm. that pound for yeah. pound, yeah. Yeah. because you can say. You've got uh, Gonzales, who's won all them fights. Yeah. And you've got Wald, who's gone through yeah. and faced adversity, hasn't he? Yeah. And then you've got uh, Crawford, who I don't think he can't be pound-for-pound, because pound he hasn't done it, the longevity. Yeah. I look at longevity and yeah. everything. Yeah. Lomonchenko, I love him. So yeah. he had, what is it nine fights?
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's for the opponents yet. Yeah, really and, uh, as and as much as I
3: love watching him, and just open-mouth watching his skills.
0: So who's in your top five? Well, top three, let's go to top, top three. three.
3: Yeah. three? Wald. Crawford Bald Crawford
0: um. Palm Palm Groyer, number
3: three could be up there he could be up there could be up there <laughs> 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 good old Palm <laughs> He's has listening in as I well I love him yeah. he's a top man Did
1: you put Golovkin out there Do
3: you know there's always something holding me back about Golovkin because uh, as much as I admire 18 straight KO's I know you can only beat who's putting out there, but for greatness, to me... He's to up, really, doesn't he? Yeah, great fighters, to me, have yeah. to be involved in great fights against yeah. other great fighters. Yeah. It's like Crystal Palace winning <laughs> the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's like football saying, like, Liverpool winning the championship, but they played all championship it's
0: players. It's like Crystal Palace when they beat uh, Liverpool in the FA Cup. Do yeah, fucking final that was. That was a
3: but, final, uh, wasn't it? with Golovkin, he's, to me, he's for B-grade B fighters. And I know you can only beat what's going in there, but when people compare him to Hagler and Monson mm. and then Ray
2: Robinson, I'm not having it. Yeah. What about you, Charlie? Who's your top three pound-for-pound fighters? Oh, that's the same. Andre Ward. Andre Ward definitely has got to be up there at the top. Um, then, I would, well, it's, it's the same again. Would you class... Because Mayweather's back, in it? So you, yeah, I don't you, think you can't really class him now, can you? Because no, right. it, the fight that he's yeah, having yeah. now is like not... Boxing, boxing yeah. boxes, right? So it would be it'd be um Ward, then probably uh Golovkin, and not, well, not right now, but definitely future uh Lemachenko, even Lemachenko. Right now, he's just looking like he could be one of the pound for pound kings and stay there for a long yeah. time, I mean, even he's though he's had that defeat, you know. But there's a lot of rumours that the Rigondeau fight will happen and be fair, very actually, soon as and you've well. you just get me now. Really? I, I put Rigondeau up there, actually. Mm. Move Limachenko aside, I put Rigondeau to number three pound for pound. Yeah, he quite, he's, he's, what, he's an unbelievable, unbelievable fighter. Who, who thinks we... Win he's win? one of my favourite fighters. Who, who,
0: who is between Rigondeau and Limachenko? No, Say they're
2: for 126
0: pounds.
3: It, I just think uh, Rigondeau has uh, been probably... I'm 53 now. He's probably been the most avoided fighter yeah, I've so. ever... I've it's a shame, isn't it? It's it such is because shame, his yeah. skills. Yeah. I watch videos all the time. Yeah. I dig out his. I'm just in awe yeah. at his skills. Yeah. I watch him uh, all day, especially from a yeah.
2: boxer's point of view. I know the public don't like him because he hits and don't get hit and he's flashy and things like that, but he is... So who wins, Charlie?
0: Who would win from Lomachin, and Rigondo, would you say? At what weight? Uh, 126 man. I know they're saying at 130 I just feel 126, that's,
2: what's that? Uh, I mean I just feel I'm like I'm uh, yeah. so <laughs> that, that will be featherweight featherweight yeah I think I think gonna I think they'll
1: force him to come up to 130 yeah they will yeah. They, they will they're making a couple up to divisions and there. I think exactly and Rigondeau
3: also has had two rounds of boxing in three years and he's getting on now and he's 36 or 37 and I just think people are now going to think like right, we've got a chance now because yeah he's the most avoided fighter I've known in the last thirty years
0: okay um, I'm going to put through one of our big boxing historians again so we've got michael hello hello Michael hello okay seems to have some issues again uh, kojo we're gonna miss you mate so oh by the way we're gonna to be doing a show from um, from Paris guys on Sunday. Do do the Maver uh, McGregor preview because uh, it's going to be a cracking time. Fly me out
2: if you want. I'm up for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Come down. Man, since
0: Pudgeo's with mate, you, you guys I Forgot here, about
1: McGregor. He was my number three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, so okay. What do so you
1: make of McGregor's odds being shorter than in Don- in Dongo's one to ten to one? May, uh McGregor's what four to, the one, the to one, three to one. The
2: thing. It's the hype train. It's all about hype, and yeah. it's all how they want and betting it's probably all fixed anyway do you know what I mean it's probably like they, the people are putting big money on because that if you, more money you put on someone it's got to change the odds so, so yeah. it's probably ways around that our people are doing things and that but it's, it's, it, what it is, is the MMA the MMA world are getting behind it. Mm. And they're probably betting on their man because obviously in MMA terms, they all think they can beat up a boxer. Yeah. So they're just backing their man, which is yeah. fair enough. But realistically, it's not MMA, it's a boxing match. Yeah. And yeah. in a boxing match, there's only one winner.
0: Yeah. Um, what do you think about the leaked footage of uh, Paulie Benigni sparring with uh, McGregor?
2: I just think it was good angles, to be fair. Yeah. angles and how they they kind of pull it out why not put up the whole the whole spar yeah
1: because in that there is that one after the fight i I think i watched
2: something about diana diana white uh, earlier saying that mcgregor whooped him for the whole spar and hyping it like obviously he's gonna but really if if it is like it is obviously not going to pull it a whole spar out before the fight because that would be very stupid but after the fight why don't they release this, the whole sparring film, and then when everyone can get the truth?
1: And yeah. even after they first sparring, Malinaji oh, said he got it on him in the 12th round, yeah. and that was the clip, that when, when he is, he takes those five punches or whatever, that was in the 12th round, he said Was it really? So, I didn't know that. Yeah. Paul, Paul, and I mean, he's overweight, isn't he? He's yeah, out Paul, of he's shape.
2: Yeah, Paulie's out of shape, overweight. He probably ain't not even been in the gym since the Sam I fight, do yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? He's been living life, kind of doing his commentating and getting on to his own business, so mcgregor's training and he needs to be the fittest he can ever be mm. to be in things so
0: paulie yeah, he's just helping him out too, and yeah. like
2: you know all this is, i feel sorry for paulie because a lot of people are giving him stick and a lot of crap on social media but like paulie's a a, a legend to the game do you know what i mean he's a 2 world champion he's a slick slick boxer he's old now and mm. like I, I could actually see all of this once my other beats beats mcgregor i can see mcgregor standing boxing and then it'll be another big pay per view fight. Him and Paulie. Let's settle yeah, this business Paulie's properly. Been calling, calling and him it, it, out for do you know that. why it will happen? It's because it will make money. Yeah, and but I don't think it's going
0: to be anything on this scale. You know, like you yeah, well,
2: noth- nothing be on this scale. But yeah. were you going to turn down five mil? Is that not big enough for you? Yeah, I Do think you know, what I mean? I'm well, sure yeah. it will make something like that.
0: You think so? You think you think someone like Paulie will get five million pounds from from boxing to fight McGregor? I think well, in his first few well, fights.
2: Well, you look at Mayweather. Yeah. This is this is a billion dollar fight. Mm. How can it drop from a billion dollar fight, including McGregor? How can mm. that drop to under something like that? Mm. It wouldn't drop to then a yeah. five hundred no, k I'd fight because yeah. he's yeah, already put his stock in that. Yeah, I'll suppose. for the first and couple, if McGregor has a couple of
3: boxing fights. The first couple are going to be big money. And then, if it was Malinaji, he's not going to take peanuts. No. Is he?
0: going to. I mean, I was thinking about this the best day of Potentially, there's a massive match. I mean, if, like, if, if Mayweather doesn't. Ca- if Mayweather says, look, I, I might just stick around and he fights the Golovkin Canelo winner, that is also a huge fight, isn't that it? That never happened. No, no way. Now, why, mean, why do you think it's not going to happen? Too much of a risk because He wouldn't ruin his legacy. No. You don't think so, though? No? Mayweather. Uh,
2: he, got, he got Canelo at the right time. Mm. When, when he was young and then. Mayweather's never be been, in. been in a fight. So you think Canelo and could beat him now? I'm not saying he could beat him now. Well, you can't really say because now he's 41. You can see like he's even said he's finding these training camps harder now. So age does one day get the better of you. And you can't keep going on and on and on. So um, I was going to
0: to put a shout out to Michael. Michael, I know you're looking forward to your... uh, You want to tell everyone about boxing history. But, mate, we're going to be back next week. So you can uh, do that next week, mate. Thanks.
2: Uh, Yes, I'm sorry, mate. You were saying? Um... Yeah, I was just saying, you never know. You, I can't. C- C- Canelo is getting into his prime now. Mayover's 41. He's been saying that about he's found this training camp harder than that, any other. But then again, he could just be saying that. He could just be saying that to build this fight, to hype it up, more tickets, more things. He's a very clever and acute man and he knows what he's doing. And well, I,
0: well I, I I don't believe that because, you know, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. I think, you know, they, 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 you know the, the st- picture they're painting is McGregor's really working hard. Mayweather's not taking this seriously. Mayweather's making comments oh, like, you know, I, I can see him knocking me out. I, I, there's a potential, you know, so they're, they're clearly going to create that storyline to get, draw people in, you know. Yeah. But then uh is quite uh, tight with her, Ashley Payne who's, you know, so Ashley's, you know, training up there and he's giving him some insight, saying, look, people still in, in, in the gym cannot keep up with Mayweather. You know, you know they still can't keep up with the runs. They still can't keep up with the uh, the skipping and all the other exercises. They you know so it still feels a fiddle. His ego wouldn't, wouldn't,
2: wouldn't allow. W- it. No, I yeah, wouldn't it. ruin his legacy. Not He's at not all. Not silly. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, He's not a
0: silly man. Uh, so we got Badu Jack and Nathan Cleverly on the undercard for the R- R- WBA regular title. Who, who wins, Tony?
3: Jack for me. Uh, I'm sorry to say that because our good friend and Charlie's cut man Jumbo's in his corner, okay. and. Uh, Cleverly's not the same. He, when he the first Bellu fight, for me, uh, was his prime. Was when he's. Uh, mm. I hate to say it, I, I hate to knock any box about to see Jack being uh, too, too good for him overall. Even though Jack's not the greatest,
0: do you think he's still scarred from Kovalev?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's hard for me to say. Do you know what I mean? If he yeah. is or isn't, but that was a devastating defeat. Yeah, and uh, and then since then I've not been really too impressed with. Like the second Bellew fight was probably the worst pay per view fight in the history of pay
0: per view fights, I think. <coughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bellew, and yeah. yeah, no, he fight was fighting with one hand, wasn't he? It was that just fight. that. What was Billy up to? No, it was just nothing.
1: When you look at Cleverley's last fight against Bremer, I mean, he was getting off a lot of combinations, but it seemed like when Bremer would come back, he'd land the more significant I blows. thought so yeah. Yeah, Definitely. and then against Jack, you think if he's throwing those combinations, staying in the pocket, Jack yeah. will put it on That's exactly be what I feel. Yeah. yeah.
2: Charlie. yeah, the same. I, I believe uh, Badu Jack is he's, he's too, he's too strong for him, he, he's too strong, and he will he will catch him when if he lets some combinations, he'll be punch, punching into the spaces. And yeah, but um, I think clearly he's, he's the right move for him to take the <laughs> world title shot over there on the, one of the biggest cards around. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a good fight. And but, um, yeah, my I go with Badu. Do you think
1: Jack will be a threat to the champions at 175 Stevenson and Ward?
3: Not personally, he's a he's a big super middleweight, but he's not a big light heavyweight. And uh, I don't think Wald Wald's going for the the cream of the crop now, and he's going to go for big paydays. Uh, so I don't think he's going to uh, hang around. Probably give up his title even. Uh, left showed really uh, a bully being uh, a bully being bullied. Yeah, but uh, I thought Jack was dangerous that he could get down from like a light heavy to super middleweight. But actually being at light heavy, I don't think...
0: Do you think Kovalev, uh, Kovalev sort of um, taking a bit of a mental battering? Can you see him coming back yeah, into like
3: the game? G- uh, it was the heavyweight that was like Golota. He reminded me a bit like his mental... Uh, mm. With Andre Golota, Andrew Golota, yeah, who Andre, lost to uh, Bowen and Lewis. Andrew, Andrew Golota, yeah. Yeah, he, was, uh, he mentally used to crumble. Mm. You could either smash people or... Uh, but Kovalev, to me, was looking for a way out. I don't care what anyone says. Mm. Uh he, and he, he made no ex- when he was actually stopped. I didn't see no big fuss.
1: Yeah, mm. they haven't said an opponent, but I think I just saw today that he's going to have a fight in October. But they haven't said what opponent it'll no. be. But uh, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what sort of level he comes back in at. Because so I, I he personally needs to come back think in uh, high, really.
3: Yeah, personally think men- mental in boxing is just as it's just as much. Of it. Yeah, it is. Mental and if game. once you've been known to crumble mentally, I think it, it, there comes a point. Would you go through adversity To reach that point When you've crumbled A couple of times
0: before I suppose it's like You know A bit like Ronda Rousey I know you said MMA But I suppose it's the same thing Isn't it Like After that You know First loss to Holly Holmes You know
2: She lost her head She lost her head You know She just yeah.
0: disappeared She just completely disappeared You know and Then comes back With Amanda Nunes And no
2: one's heard of since Some people It's pride And they let the pride Get the better of themselves And in that boxing ring, if you've got pride <laughs> and you're you're worried about your pride and ego being effective, that's when you're
0: in trouble. Yeah, I suppose that's what it is, isn't it? I suppose mm. that's what it, I'm just feeling about like someone like Carl, you know, because he constantly keeps on making it back, doesn't he? After devastating loss, after I suppose that's what it, it is, isn't it? it?
2: He, he gets paid big money, so yeah. why not? <laughs> going back to the going back to
3: the mental thing, though, so after Charlie lost to Casamero, that's what's impressed me a lot about him, because that could have been a devastating defeat. I know it devastated him. He just said. But I spoke to him the day after and uh, I was so impressed of his mental attitude and I know when the going gets tough he can get going he's, uh, he's when you mix with Kazuma I know how mentally tough he is just because he looks pretty and young and uh, he's he's, he's <laughs> mentally very very strong very strong
2: that's okay. that's what I, when he was saying that that's what I've I've been speaking to um, even my sponsor about I've um, been talking about even like after uh, now this is where the times where I'm going to have to like go out and, and get, get the experience think, like, even after fights I'm going to going to try and reach out to some of these like super flyweight world champions like like the like of Gonzalez and and Inial and people like that I'd love to when my downtime is just go go out there and, and just experience to spar with them or something just to gain that experience it's 6th round I don't have to go out there and go mad and train but to go and learn off them kind of guys that's the only that's the only way I'm going to get to them world titles and in 3 years time like, I'll be at their age they would have moved on by then then the division's going to be open so it's all it's all about learning now I really need to like make the most of my career In that's, that's the like, plan I want to how, how, how far how
0: far the weight divisions do you think you can go Charlie? well
2: I really do believe I can I could make it up to super bantam and and beyond do you know what I mean I've got to take my time I've got to develop my body I'm I'm a young 24 like I look at, like I say I look about 12 do you know what I mean I I still have got bum fluff on my face I can't even grow a beard yet so um yeah I've got a lot a, a long long career I live the life and I um I do I I do give it my all so um I I don't know I will go up the weights as my trainer wants me to and um, where the opportunities arise, and and let my body grow in the right way. But it's all about doing it professionally and doing it properly. You can't just blow up weight. You have gotta slowly over the years develop your muscles and grow in in that sense. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the the undercard for the Mayweather-McGregor fight, there's Javonna Davis, who's you know fairly close to you. What
2: do you rate? What do you think about him? Unbelievable. He's an unbelievable fighter. Great fighter, and he's. The way he just like flows and he puts his punches together and he can punch as well. He's dangerous, dangerous at every opportunity in there. And I do believe he, within time, he could unify the division.
1: Yeah, and I thought his um, performance against Pedraza particularly was really great. But then this new opponent, Fonseca, maybe that's because they spent more money on the Jack Cleverly fight. But he's yeah, fairly t- unknown, there, isn't
3: yeah, he? Yeah, I'd rate Davis as well, and uh, he's he's not ready for Lomachenko. Yeah, I think But I tell you what, I uh, love about him. Yeah, I think so. They, I love, baby. I love his in fighting up close. The way he gets power from shots when he's like, he's right up close. But I, he's, he's, do you know what? Some people say boxing's on a downward spiral because of
2: UFC. It's not. Imagine it's just, being a 21-year-old world champion yeah. and putting in performances like he's doing. He's only going to get better. And as he matures and he, he grows and grows and. Um, and like the like Lomachenko's will probably move up the weight I do believe when his time's right and when he's at the peak he will univise, unify the division
1: yeah I think they'll keep him away from now I saw a quote you don't need it just, right, yeah no. just the other day young. Lomachenko said that he'd be in a wheelchair before Davis ever fought him and yeah, that's probably right isn't it but, but, he, but why yeah, not he, he can do that now yeah. but then, yeah. what,
2: then why does he want uh, Ragondo to move up the weight he's not even a man yet is he really yeah. no like, he wants to take all everything away from Ragondo to move up the weight when he can still make that weight <laughs> But he then he wants to call out a little. He wants to call out John A. Davis, who's classed as twenty-one-year-old young man. Yeah, exactly. Because he knows at this time probably, <coughs> but maybe in a few years it could be a different story. But then he would have already been. Up that's that's
0: why I feel there's uh, quite you know there's a lot of bias with Lomachenko fans. Is they don't sort of take these things into account. Like you know, for example, with the Rigondeaux fight, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, although you're making a guy come up two weight divisions, right? So straight away the guy's at a massive disadvantage. Well, Same with Jonathan Davis, you're right, he's 21 years old, he's still a kid, really. You're a 28 year old guy, you know, who has been he's in, in his the prime, amateurs. he's almost yeah, he is in because his
3: prime. people you have to forget he's had uh, yeah, 365 yeah, 360, fights, yeah. He's 365. I think yeah. It's 365, lost he's, one again, yeah, oh, he lost one, off. which he reversed. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to be around. See, at the moment, he's amazing, his skills are unbelievable, but he's a 28 year old man in the prime of his life as a fighter. Mm. So, and he's not going to be able to go up too many weights because he's not the greatest. Not he's the not the tallest. the tallest. It's like yeah. Davis. Davis will not definitely not because he's tiny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He, because he, he might grow like that, but he's not going to grow height-wise. Yeah. But uh, Lomachenko's really in the prime. You think two years down the line he's 30 and people are going to... I
0: don't know, like boxers these days, they're going up to like how 35, 35 36, life, 37, it? you
3: know. You know, so... It's... Uh, it's interesting. So, do you know there's so many good fights out there? Yeah. Good fighters in good fights. It's, uh, there's so much to look forward to in the boxing world in the next few years. Boxing's buzzing. Isn't and yeah, isn't yeah. even Lemachenko's
1: last opponent, I mean, he's no better than the guy Davis is going to be fighting, no. really. I mean, he was 1 to 100 before yeah. that fight. So yeah. everyone, it's
2: not a difference, really, between the pair of them. No, not at all. It's just the way Lemachenko flows and what he does. He's, there's not really much movement in the world of boxing that Nemo can't do. The way he switches angles, the way his shots come from anywhere. He is a great, great
1: fighter. And then the Burns qualifier has been announced just last week. What do you make of that? I guess you know both guys quite well, probably. But to be
2: fair, I think it's going to be a very good fight. Yeah. A very good fight. They're going to stand there in the middle of the ring and they're going to go at it. I really believe that. They, they're both coming, coming off losses and they're both going to want to prove it. And... Um, yeah, it's going to be a great fight. They're both very fit fighters, as you can see. That um, They they stand there always and go to the end. They both can punch as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting fight. I believe they both go to the center of the ring and they have it. And that's how have I see it Have you got to going.
1: sit on the fence or
2: um, do you give someone the edge? Uh, What's the that, purpose of this fight? What is the purpose of this The purpose, the of, purpose this fight? of this fight is one's going to go on and probably get another world title shot and the other's going to have to be more of a gatekeeper. Yeah, Was that and Ricky, that's is that Ricky Burton? That's Ricky Burton, isn't
0: it? It's that's the that objective, isn't it? Because Crawler's a younger fighter. Crawler is younger. He's been bought it up to £140 for three defeats in a row. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a What's setback. His yeah, yeah. If
1: Crawler does win, I mean, the champions are 1 3 5 know Mikey the Garcia, the
3: Flanagan fighter. They're not. It? It's the Flanagan... Yeah. He's got to go yeah. for the Flanagan fight. But then that's he's the fighting Vadeo, and that's that's, that's, that's a no
0: give me That's no give me. If Burns yeah. wins, what, what's, what's he gonna, where's he going to go, really? Well, he g- gets okay, a little... Another, another big another payday. Another big payday. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. he
1: sells out
2: stadiums in Glasgow. Ex-world champion. And if
1: he loses, I mean, that Josh Taylor fight will always be there. No, I don't know if he'll want that. The British
2: fights now are big fights. You probably get more I money fighting a British fighter than you will get a the top fighter... From across waters, and that's because it builds hype. Um, Eddie, Eddie promotes it well. Sky get behind it, and it may, it sells. It sells in England. It sells, and I think with like the English boxing and British boxing, I think that's where the money's at. And that is like, the the money they get through Sky, and the money they pay the pay per view events, and that it just we're lucky to be British, and we're lucky at this yeah, time. We've had lots of great a lot. domestic ones recently, do you know, I
3: don't think. As I've been loving the sport for over 40 years. You can't be a domestic bust-up for like the hype, the excitement. Like you go back to Kayla Christie. You, you can't, there's, there's so many. Uh, the domestic bust-up, and like Charlie said, the money it seems to rise for the domestic bust-up. And the public Yeah.
2: Love it. Mm. <laughs>
0: yeah. So do you think the winner deserves a shot at World Title
3: then? Why not? Because, in my view, you've got two ex-world mm-hmm. champions coming back, and one of them's going to go forward, Maybe not a straight shot, but the thing is now you've got what four world titles to go for. It's different when you had the one champion. I would have said no, yeah. mm. but the four champions have to have people to fight. You can't. and having a Corolla or
1: Burns on it your is, record is a thingy, Bob. Is a name, you isn't
2: can't, it? You can't disgrace Cronulla. You have Lenares, Lenares, everyone. Yeah. You yeah. can see what. Yeah, he put on is, a great uh, performance in yeah, those yeah, fights. yeah, yeah. and. And you can't really disgrace Burns. He got beat off of dongo as another world champion. So it shows that they are at that level. They're, fo- yeah. they're getting beat by other world champions, which that happens all the time. So for them to fight each other and the, wo- the winner goes on to have another world title fight, why not?
0: Sure. So uh, guys, I just want to say, look, thank, you, thank you very much, Tommy, for coming down and bringing Charlie down. Charlie, thank you very much Thanks for coming down to the show. show. No, it's That's well, been lovely. Thank, yeah, you, yeah, thank you so much, Cheers. guys. Uh, just to let you know, um, uh, you know, the show is available as a podcast on uh, on, on, on iTunes and, uh, you know, we can also get it from the Spreaker show as well. Um, you know, make sure you check out a uh, YouTube, Facebook and Twitter page. Charlie, do you want to shout your, out your Twitter handle?
2: Yeah, uh, follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at cedwardsboxing. It's also on Facebook as well, like the page and, um, good to hear from you and Tony
0: shout out your page as well I know it has been hacked but you no, know no, no, a Tony <laughs> Roberts World of Boxing got <laughs> hacked taken got, off he's got taken over and you won't want to go on my normal <laughs> one <Yeah. laughs> uh, Tom thank yeah, you very thanks, much for coming in well. And and well, cheers mate thank man. you yeah. as well. and guys yeah make sure you tune in next week as well thank you thank you